What a Day is brought to you by Ulta Beauty. This AAPI Heritage Month, Ulta Beauty is celebrating the joy of belonging, belonging to a community composed of intricate connections, belonging to our past and our future, to the heritage and birthright that is beauty. Ulta Beauty shines a light on the AAPI community, passing the mic to brand founders and creators to tell their stories centered on heritage, joy, and beauty. They carry AAPI-owned and founded brands like Live Tinted, Peach & Lily, Glamnetic, Tree Hut, and more. Shop AAPI-owned and founded brands at Ulta Beauty Stores and Ulta.com. It's Monday, April 24th. I'm Trayvall Anderson. And I'm Juanita Tolliver, and this is What A Day, where we are mourning missing Zendaya's surprise performance at Coachella, like legend. So does that mean she's headlining next year? Uh, Is that how this works? I feel like she's got the discography from Disney. (laughs) You know, we can hit it. We can figure something out, you know? On today's show, the U.S. military has evacuated embassy officials from Sudan's capital of Khartoum. Plus, Lizzo showed up and showed out in Knoxville, Tennessee this past weekend, and she brought all the girlies with her. She absolutely did. We love Lizzo on this show. But first, let's start with an update in the story we've been following about access to the abortion drug Mifepristone. On Friday of last week, the Supreme Court issued a decision maintaining access to the drug, at least for now. As a reminder, we're talking about the case that started in Texas, where a judge completely blocked the Food and Drug Administration approval of mifepristone, which is a drug that's been approved for use since 2000 and is the most common method of abortion in the U.S. It's a drug that has already been used by more than 5 million people. Well, an appeals court narrowed that Texas ruling, but imposed some restrictions on the drug's use, like reducing the period of pregnancy when the drug can be taken and restricting the drug from being delivered by mail. So the Justice Department then appealed that decision to the Supreme Court which gets us up to speed to last Friday. That's when, less than a year after they reversed Roe versus Wade, in a 7-2 vote, the court decided to preserve access to mifepristone for the time being, meaning access to the medication will likely remain unchanged at least into next year as the appeals play out. When I heard the news, Travel, I was delightfully surprised because I, you know I'm expecting the absolute worst from these conservative justices Absolutely. but you mentioned that it was a 7-2 to two vote so who do we need to shame? Well you know no surprise here Justices Samuel Alito and Clarence Thomas you know tomato 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 I will save you the mental gymnastics that Alito went through in his four page dissent As for the Biden administration's response, though, in a statement, President Biden said, quote, the stakes could not be higher for women across America. I will continue to fight politically driven attacks on women's health. But let's be clear. The American people must continue to use their vote as their voice and elect a Congress who will pass a law restoring the protections of Roe versus Wade. Now, of course, just a small reminder here that abortion and reproductive rights are not just a women's issue. Right. Plenty of other people who are not women, um, deserve and need these rights. But 
Biden's point about electing the right people still remains true. And we need to keep that in mind for sure. I'm so glad the Biden administration fought for this access Mm -hmm. and extra emphasis on your point that it's not just a women's issue, because I think that needs to be said repeatedly. So what happens next in this case? Well, the case is kind of on a fast track. Now that the Supremes have set rules about access to Mifepristone for the time being, the case will continue on its path through the courts. The Fifth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals has already announced that it will hear arguments in less than a month, starting on May 17th. Now, no matter how the Fifth Circuit rules, the likelihood that the case will be back at the Supreme Court is hella high. So we'll be talking about this one for some time to come, I am sure. Right. And I think the arguments are going to sound a little interesting when it gets back to the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals because expect a lot more energy from Big Pharma, expect a lot more emphasis on FDA authority. So stand Mm -hmm. by for more on that. But in other parts of the nation's capital, the debt ceiling drama is heating up as President Biden and Speaker McCarthy are at opposite ends of the negotiating spectrum. In one corner, because this is like a real fight, y'all, in one (laughs) corner, McCarthy swears that the House is going to pass his proposal. But given his history with votes, that doesn't mean he actually has 218 votes in his Mm -hmm. pockets. Y'all remember how many rounds for Mm -hmm. him to become Speaker? In the other corner, President Biden is saying, take default off the table and then we'll talk. Meanwhile, the clock is ticking until the U.S. government faces defaulting on its debt for the first time in history. And we're all just going to take a really deep breath because this is pure chaos. Thanks to Republicans. You know, I've been taking deep breaths for a little minute now. (laughs) (laughs) Juanita. For seven years. (laughs) Listen, okay. Like, my God, today. So break it down for us. What exactly is McCarthy proposing at this point? McCarthy's given the same old GOP playbook of bump regular people. Let's get tax cuts for billionaires. And I'm not exaggerating. Mm. In the bill dubbed the Limit, Save, Grow Act, McCarthy wants to cut climate change investments that were included in the Inflation Reduction Act. He wants to block student loan forgiveness, and that's making my eyes big, add work requirements for Medicaid and food stamp recipients, cancel health care for veterans that was included in the American Rescue Plan. And that's just a few of the cuts that he and Republicans Republicans want to make. On the flip side, they of course want to sweeten the pot for big oil and fossil fuel companies. Not to mention, McCarthy only wants to raise the debt limit through March 2024. So we'd be right back here in this position in 11 months. In McCarthy's mind, this is an excellent starting point for negotiations. And he's scoffing at the idea that President Biden isn't willing to come to the table yet. But the reality is that it's McCarthy who's being ridiculous right now. Not only did McCarthy vote to raise the debt limit three times under Trump, and he didn't make a single demand. But it's like McCarthy is rejecting the reality that raising the debt limit is actually about paying the bills on money that the government has already spent. You know, this situation reminds me that, like, you know, you don't have to be smart to be an elected official. You just got to get the votes. We got some fools, okay, in these offices. Now, how exactly are President Biden and the Democrats reacting to McCarthy's proposal? So Biden has been on Republicans' necks about the cuts they want to make since the State of the Union back in February when he called them out for wanting to cut Medicare and Social Security. I mean, the president made that proposal so toxic, the Republicans can't go near it now. But even last week, the president made it clear that as soon as McCarthy and Republicans take default off the table, he's ready to talk, no problem, and that makes complete sense to me. But while Biden is holding firm... 
here comes messy mansion talking about it's time to sit down with Republicans. Mm. Like I can only assume that Senator Joe Manchin is motivated by the benefits for the fossil fuel industry and the cruelty to children, families and the planet. Mm -hmm. And Manchin isn't alone as some house Democrats in tough districts are speaking out, including representatives, Dean Phillips and Haley Stevens. Would absolutely love a messy mansion t-shirt or bumper sticker. Bumper sticker, you know, anything. I'm into that. Print it. So now at the end of the day, does McCarthy's bill even have a chance at passing when he brings it to a vote this week? I mean, I'll say this. The future is dark. It's pitch black for this bill because not <laughs> only does McCarthy have to whip up the votes in the House this week, but there's no way this bill is going to make it past the Democratic controlled Senate and onto Biden's desk. What I think is more likely to happen is that within the next few weeks, President Biden and McCarthy will meet for the first time since February. But we better brace ourselves for this going down to the wire. Of course, we'll keep following this messy drama as it unfolds. But that's the latest for now. We'll be back after some ads. What a Day is brought to you by Monarch Money. Are you saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation? Monarch makes it easy to help you reach your financial goals. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, your investments, transactions, and more all in one place. You can create custom budgets, track your progress towards financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. It really just makes it easy. After trying out Monarch for yourself, you'll understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, listeners of this show will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash wad. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash wad for your extended 30-day free trial. What a day is brought to you by Books. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. She absolutely deserves the best. And that's why you should send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. And with 20% off, you can send some to mom, your wife, your auntie, even your granny, okay? Anyone who deserves flowers in your life. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be holiday specific. You get flowers, you're getting flowers, <laughs> everyone's getting flowers. <laughs> Go to books.com and use promo code WAD for 25% off. That is B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code WAD, books, promo code WAD. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Therapy is great for, you know, you know that thing that just is like sitting on your shoulder, you can't get over it, and you just sometimes need somebody to talk through it with? Therapy can be helpful for that, you all, okay? You got to get it off your chest, you know? And you can do that with BetterHelp. So visit BetterHelp.com slash WAD today to get 10% off your first month. That's 10% off your first month at BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash WAD. Now let's wrap up with some headlines. Headlines. 
first, we have an update on the latest out of Sudan. The U.S. military evacuated American embassy staff from the country's capital of Khartoum Sunday morning, local time. Helicopters flew in from Djibouti, about 800 miles away, to evacuate just under 100 U.S. government personnel from Sudan. The operation comes after more than a week of continuous and deadly fighting between the country's two rival commanders. An estimated 16,000 U.S. citizens remain in the country, but officials say it's too dangerous to evacuate them at this time. In a statement released Saturday, President Biden said operations at the U.S. Embassy in Sudan have been temporarily suspended and called for the quote-unquote unconscionable violence to stop. According to the United Nations, more than 400 people have been killed in the fighting and 3,500 others injured. Ceasefires declared by the U.N. and foreign states have not been able to stop the violence. 3,000 migrants have begun what they call a mass protest procession going north from southern Mexico. The walk started yesterday when migrants began the roughly 750-mile trip from the southern city of Tapachula, Chiapas, to Mexico City. They're asking for better treatment and an end to migrant detention centers. This comes after a detention facility caught fire last month in Ciudad Juarez, killing 40 migrants. Organizer Irineo Mujica told the Associated Press that the migrants are demanding for the country's National Immigration Institute to be shut down, some of whose officials have been charged with homicide in the Ciudad Waters fire. Among the migrants walking are people from Central America, Cuba, Venezuela, Ecuador, and Colombia, some carrying infants or children in strollers along with them. This is a protest that needs as much attention as possible because... The people who died there, the migrants there, were treated horribly. Yeah. It's inhumane. It's harmful. They deserved better. And migrants in general deserve better. Absolutely. German government officials reached a deal with one of the country's largest transportation worker unions on Sunday, securing a pay increase for 2.5 million public sector employees. We've talked on the show before about how German transit workers have been organizing strikes and walkouts amid high rates of inflation that have driven up the cost of living across Europe. And this deal comes after millions of rail workers walked off the job last month for 24 hours, bringing the country's transit system to a standstill and marking one of the biggest strikes in the country's history. Yesterday's deal with the Verdi union averts a longer all-out strike, but negotiations aren't over yet. EVG, another major transportation worker union, is still negotiating with the government for higher pay. And the Verdi union is still negotiating with the country's airport companies to secure better pay for their security workers. In fact, the Berlin airport canceled all departing flights today to accommodate a warning strike led by its security staff. And finally, for some good gay news, in a stunning show of allyship, the legendary Lizzo brought out a group of drag queens for her concert in Knoxville, Tennessee on Friday to protest the state's pending anti-drag law. You'll remember that in February, Republican Governor Bill Lee signed legislation restricting drag performances in public or in front of minors, classifying them as quote-unquote adult cabaret shows. It would also charge performers with a misdemeanor for breaking the law or a felony for a repeat offense. A federal judge temporarily blocked the law from going into effect last month, but the move is part of a wider effort by GOP lawmakers to target queer Tennesseans. Among those who joined Lizzo on stage were RuPaul's Drag Race alumni Aquaria, Candy Muse, and Vanessa Vanji Mateo. The queens all wore vibrant colors to create a rainbow, dancing while Lizzo performed her hit song, Everybody's Gay. Take a listen to what she had to say to the audience that night. 
I was told by people on the internet, cancel your shows in Tennessee, don't go to Tennessee. But why would I not come to the people who need to hear this message the most? Why would I not create a safe space in Tennessee where we can celebrate drag entertainers and celebrate our differences? Lizzo better do it. That's all I gotta say. She better do it. Come on. Absolutely. You know, Lizzo's one of those people, you know, one of those celebrities who, like, legitimately make an effort, right, to, like... Um, make good on yes. all these things that she professes in her music and bringing out this like stage full of drag queens in this state that is going through what it's going through. Such a, a great sign of not just being an ally, but also being an accomplice, right? And like using this moment, your platform. Giving the Tennessee governor the middle finger. Like mm-hmm. that's what I'm here for. Like two middle fingers to Bill Lee. Absolutely. We love Lizzo. And those are the headlines. That is all for today. If you like the show, make sure you subscribe, leave a review, support your local drag queens, and tell your friends to listen. And if you're into reading and not just Lizzo lyrics about gay rights like me, What a Day is also a nightly newsletter. Check it out and subscribe at crooked.com slash subscribe. I'm Juanita Tolliver. I'm Trayvell Anderson. And And everybody's everybody's gay! gay. I'm so here for it. Again, (laughs) extra points to Lizzo because I can think of like friends who live in the area in Knoxville and Mm -hmm. they're queer and overjoyed that she's there. They're overjoyed she's doing this. So it keeps sprinkling that rainbow beauty. Absolutely. Queer love everywhere. Glitter for everyone. Yes! What a Day is a production of Crooked Media. It's recorded and mixed by Bill Lance. Our show's producer is Itzi Quintanilla, and Raven Yamamoto is our associate producer. Jossie Kaufman is our head writer, and our senior producer is Lita Martinez. Our theme music is by Colin Gilliard and Kashaka. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. (laughs) 